welcome to another episode of Tribunal of the Grid, where we talk about all things Power Rangers, including the actors that play them. My name is Brandon. I am Lena. I'm Will. And today we have another wonderful episode all planned out for you guys. Not really. Well, I can't say not too much of ha- has happened because there's been there's been pretty there's been a pretty good bit of stuff that's happened this week. Don't you guys think? Maybe. Yeah. Uh, maybe? There's some stuff here and there. There's some interesting stuff that's been happening here and there. Yeah. 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 I mean, like, it's it's weird because we're in this like weird gray area right now where stuff is happening, but it's like. Mm, like not much is happening but the things that is happening is kind of like ooh. <laughs> it's just kind of like ooh, okay all right so we have some we have some good stuff planned for you guys today we're going to be talking about some of the stuff that is happening in the ranger fandom as far as with the comics uh we'll be talking about the new wave that has been that may be coming up and we'll be also talking about beast morphers this most recent episode that just aired oh my god the title escapes me what is it called source code right yeah source code. yeah yeah yes okay so yes we will be talking about those episodes um that episode today as well but before we get started um so we did mention a little bit about the comics right so (laughs) ross ritchie ceo and founder of boom studios um had a little bit to say right so <laughs> this is very interesting. So on no back like at the end of November, November 29th, right? He had a little bit to say about uh certain certain people, you know, coming coming out the woodworks and 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 wanting to ask for a job, you know, wanting to, you know, wanting to write for the comics. So he posted a little picture of Mighty Morphin, and which is Mighty Morphin Comics that I'm referring to. And captioned it by saying, you say hire me to write Power Rangers. I say no. Now, (laughs) basically, the gist of it, I'm pretty sure everybody has seen it. But for those who hasn't, the gist of it is, basically, it's a conversation piece, right? So allow me to read just a little snippet of it. Hire me to write Power Rangers. You say, no, I say. What? You're mean. Why don't you give me a chance, you say. You're being rude to Ryan Parrott, the current writer of Power Rangers, and it's twin Mighty, and it's twin series Mighty Morphin. He is doing an excellent job and I can't read today. Uh, <laughs> he is doing an excellent job and the series is selling record numbers for the franchise, I say. You're saying you want me to fire a writer who is delivering and delivering in a big way to hire a complete unknown, I say. But I work for free, you say. I don't want anyone to work for free. Work is work. You should be paid. This is not an inducement, I say. And it goes so on and so on and so on and so on and so on. Now, thoughts from the panel. What do you, how do you guys feel about this, uh, about this, about this situation? What, what, what are your thoughts? First off, I thought it was hilarious that he tagged the person that says it. <laughs> and, you know, I'm obviously sure that this person keeps like messaging him, but that's why he tagged him. But the other thing is, he should take it as a real compliment because he got a reply from the CEO of a company first and foremost. Facts. 
right? Secondly, the fact that you think you have the experience to write greater and grander things than Ryan Parrott, who actually has experience and gets paid to do what he does, and to top it all off, there's no disrespect to you. But if you want to start something and you want to have your own opinion and your own direction of where you want this comic to go, hello, there's a thing called fan fiction and the interweb. You can design a whole website. You can get yourself technology such as an iPad and design your own comics and your own direction and post this online. I mean, let's be honest here. Why do think we're here? We're posting our own opinions. No one can tell us no because we're doing it on our own terms. But for you to reach out to a CEO of a company and beg him for a job and be like, I'm working for free. You know what? The CEO, Richie. Ross Richie. Ross Richie. I knew it was like a tongue twister. Like it was like, RR. almost just diss him for saying, oh, you chose the wrong person to write for this comic. And disrespecting, obviously, Ryan Pear for actually doing such an amazing job for this. And to top it all off, if you think you're doing so well, if you think your direction was going to be great, why didn't you apply for the job initially? When I saw this, I, I thought that um, I'm always trying to make sense out of things and um, <laughs> and look at things, uh, give people the benefit of the doubt, I guess. Now, did this guy in particular, did he say, hey, Ryan Parrott sucks, I'm better? Or was he just, you know, asking for a job? Well, he was saying that his, well, from what I understood, he was saying that his direction was better and that he thinks that he could do better for the series and for the, where it would go and, and so forth. He never flat out from what I understood, a diss rhyme parrot, but you are, you are indirectly dissing him by saying, hire me to be the writer of Power Rangers, hire me to do a better job. I'll do it for free. And by for saying me, that, it's like saying, because my direction and my thoughts are so great that I'm willing to prove you wrong if you just give me an opportunity. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm mm-hmm. understanding as. Yeah, I was, um, I don't know why I didn't think um, initially, like you saying that you want a job as, as a writer on the Power Rangers comics that means that Ryan would potentially lose a job. I don't know, because I, for- I guess I forgot that like he solely writes it. So, I was going to um, say, like, he totally like only maybe... writes it himself. <laughs> mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. And, um, you know, uh, Ross's statement was kind of like a blanket statement for everyone that has been um, contacting him. Yeah, yeah. So I absolutely I I understand, um, you know, for the people that because I I think maybe some people aren't thinking like that could potentially mean that you're putting somebody out of a job if you did get that opportunity. And you have people who are absolute rookies who have no experience, like really writing, or no professional experience as the person that he tagged. in that post um but on the other hand i was thinking like what about um what if there are actual like 
real writers out there that actually want to get an opportunity that are contacting him. I he didn't say if that is actually like the case or not. Well, or somebody I mean, that's trying to like um, break in that's actually like like talented. Um, and for for that, like something that I was thinking about but, is but how there's um, chain of commands, right? Like when you're looking for a job, you don't just go into Starbucks and go, Starbucks, hire me because I can make a better drink than this guy can. Like yeah. I'm saying there's chains of command, you know, like you go, I want a job at Starbucks. All right. You can come in and say, hey, Will, how do I get a job at Starbucks? What do I need to do to see that I have an opportunity to work at Starbucks? Mm-hmm. You know, um, I feel like that would have been a better way of um, going about it. Yes, mm-hmm. there are lots of talented writers and talented people out there. But I just feel like DMing somebody in, in um, a manner like that mm-hmm. doesn't sound appropriate or professional to mm-hmm. me. That's a, yeah, I totally get that. I totally get that. In times before, you know, all of the social media stuff, when there were people that thought that they were great for a job, it was something that they really wanted to do, like they would actually go up to people like physically and say, hey, take a chance on me, you won't regret it. And um, and once again, I'm talking about somebody that actually like has the talent in the the qualifications the qualifications to actually do it right in this age we have the you know social media and like instant connectivity where maybe asking for it, shooting your shot in that way could actually work for you i guess depending on what you're trying to do i mean i mean that's fair but i just feel like um the better the best approach in my opinion would have maybe try to send an email to the CEO mm-hmm. or, you know, like something and then yeah. provide mm-hmm. it with a folio and mm-hmm. example. Actually being part. professional with it. Exactly. Be professional because I feel like a DM, it can be professional depending on how you go about it. But at the same time, overall, mm-hmm. a DM is a very private um, inbox situation, you know, like it's very like a direct message. It's, it's very much like a person to person. And a lot of times I feel that if you want a job and you really want to be taken seriously, you would not slide into a DM of a CAO. You just wouldn't. I, I mean, I wouldn't. If I was genuinely serious about being I, I seriously, I would be like, okay, how do I, I would try to go through all the sources first, like, you know, email him, send him his, your portfolio. I would go through all the steps first. And then if you're really that desperate, slide into his DM being like, hey, uh, my name is so-and-so. I have done X, Y, and Z. Um, I hope you've seen my portfolio. I, I hope you got a chance to take a look at it. That I would have understood if you did that. But to be like, mm-hmm. I want you to hire me because I think I'm great for Power Rangers. I, yeah, I, um, I, I, I absolutely, I get it. Like as far as, uh, as far as not taking that avenue. Because like you said, it's, there are ways of going about it. There's um, first and foremost, trying to write for um, like another book to get you some professional experience. Um, Something that I didn't think of before was, um, you know, the fan fiction route or putting, publishing things online 
and maybe that way would be a way of getting your work out there so that somebody can see that Mm -hmm. you know that would be you know like like oh wow wow this person actually has some cool ideas like who knows where that could go so I get yeah I get it I get it um and you're you get feedbacks and that way is kind of cool because you can critique yourself too yeah, because it might not be so great. And then mm-hmm. you could see, you know, what people's um, opinions of it are. Absolutely. And then you can uh, change things accordingly. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, so like for me, I totally get, I totally get it um, as far as why this isn't the best look to do. But at the same time, like I was saying before, you know, if if anybody actually has the talent and they're just like struggling on getting uh, their foot in the door, I guess um, I can also understand why they would try just to take a shot at it. But there's just there's better ways of going about it. And, and I understand you're trying to be devil's advocate, but let me just go ahead and like smash that real fast. Um, <laughs> what old dude did was just like, it's a no, it's a chop. And I, here's the tea. And, and I'm not trying to be like rude or, or mean or anything like that, but he, he, here's, here's how I feel about it, right? Like Lena said, there's more than one way to do this. Now, I, I heard you said about like the past, you know, like how it used to be where like, you know, the writers would like, you know, send out their stuff and they'll go up to the people and be like, hey, you know, take a chance on me, that kind of thing. You can only do that when you have a resume and a portfolio and bodies of work that you can willingly present them already. You already have to have like have written something, have already been featured in something. Like you have to, especially something as big as Power Rangers. I mean, think about it. Like you have Ryan Parrott who has already written for numerous things, including Ultraman before actually writing for Power Rangers. And he didn't even, his 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 body of work was so, is so noticeable and, and already is known that like they didn't, he, he, he wasn't even like, he didn't even have to apply for it really. Like he, they, like he basically got in through mm-hmm. word of mouth. Because basically Kyle Higgins already knew him and it was like, oh, okay, well, cool. Like, go ahead. I know your body of work. I know how good you are. I'm going to bring you on. And they liked, they liked what he was doing. They liked what he was giving. They liked what he was serving. And it was like, all right, cool. Let's do this. You know what I'm saying? But if you don't even have anything under mm-hmm. your belt, you know what I'm saying? Like nothing. Like it's just like anything it's just like any other big job like say for example it's like microphysics or something right like you can't just walk into somebody's company and be like hey i have an idea you know for you know creating this thing or whatever take a chance on me do you have a degree no what <laughs> <laughs> like you know what i'm saying like you don't have like you you don't have anything to show your worth you know and, and like lena was saying it's like you know, if you if you're if you if you are serious about it, get do the things that you need to do in order to prepare yourself. Like you can't walk into somebody's office and not be prepared. You know what I'm saying? So it, it's like you you have to come up and be like you already have to have bodies of work. You have to have all this stuff ready and planned so that when it's time, it's like all right, cool. Here here's what I can do. You know, um, and also too, and I I, I have to say this. And and I and I hope this doesn't come off sounding I think rude I know or anything. Exactly what you're about to say. But, 
I was thinking of it too. I don't. For me, and, and, and this is just me. It's lazy to me to slide up in someone's DMs and be like, you know, or or slide up on someone's page or whatever, and, and beg for a job. Like it, to me, it's extremely lazy. I don't know what this kid's what, what this person's you know background is. I don't know if they have like you know a disability mm-hmm. or anything like that or if they're from like a, another country where they you know like they don't speak English well or what whatever the case may be. I don't know, you know. But at the same time it's like and and I hate to sound I hate to sound like a like an ass, but how can you be asking and begging for a job when you can't even spell certain words correctly? Like literally he was in the dude's comments like begging him not only begging him for a job but misspelling words left and right it's like yeah. come on bro come on man like i mean it, it's, it's stuff like that that's just kind of like yo mm. like i'm sorry like you gotta come nobody's correct, gonna man. take you seriously exactly like nobody's gonna take you seriously so you know at the end of the day i mean i I applaud him for having the balls, <laughs> for having the balls to, you know, do that. I I, I really am. I, I I applaud, I applaud him for doing that. But at, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it's like there's cert, there's a certain amount of professionalism that you have to have. And and it goes mm-hmm. across the board. It goes, you know, wherever it is, whatever you're trying to do. Like there's a certain amount of professionalism. Hell, even in the even in the acting world, I can't just roll up in somebody in a casting director's office and be like hey cast me for this and when they ask me like hey do you have a reel do you have a headshot no have you done anything no so what makes you qualify for this job i'm better than the person on on camera that you have right now what (laughs) Like, (laughs) like that casting director would sit there and look at me and like cackle especially if i'm if i'm non-union and this is a sag this is a sag a union thing or whatever like look at me and laugh well he'll probably wonder how you got through security (laughs) okay (laughs) like how did you even get in here like what are you talking about like it's stuff like that it's like come on now prepare yourself you know um so yeah that that's the way i think that's the way i think about it and at the end of the day you know i don't think there was anything wrong with what he said now I, heard, I have seen some people complaining about the the language he used and how he did it and how it was like kind of like almost embarrassing the way you know he did it and how it embarrassed how it seemingly maybe embarrassed the guy but it's like at the end of the day it's like I can't imagine how many emails he gets yeah from people like that and he even he even said it yeah Yeah, like he even said it on his post he was like even though i posted this i guarantee you nine times out of ten i'm gonna get six more of these Mm -hmm. because and like basically he he was he got it like that because like he was getting those things because like it came out that he was looking for more writers Mm. and of course these writers who are you know who who they're trying to get the job they know the proper channels and they know the way to do it mm-hmm. but they're not going to be sliding his dms or sliding on his comments like hey here, here i am like they're not going to do that right. you know food for thought guys if you want if you're serious about this if you're serious about any business learn the proper channels 
and do the things <laughs> and, and actually do the things that you actually are trying to do you know and, and like lena said if if you want create a fanfic like people do those all the time like there's i think it was um misty flores Mm-hmm. She even said, I, I remember when we, because um, I'm also on No Pink Spandex as well, when we interviewed her on No Pink Spandex, she even said that she's done a lot of fan fictions and that's how she was able to hone in on her writing skills. And so many others have done the same thing. So it's like, if you're serious about it, create your own stuff. And like yeah. Will said, you know, if it's good, or, you know, if people feel some type of way about it or they are try to correct you or try to tell you, hey, this is what this is, automatically it's like, all right, cool. I can check myself, you know? Mm-hmm. So there's, yeah. that's that. You definitely have to have some sort of, um, some respectable work to show a CEO of a company because that poor kid, you know, that, that wasn't, that wasn't it. Yeah, yeah. I, and yeah. no disrespect, man, if if you're listening, but you have to if you're gonna if you're gonna try something like that, you really have to make sure that it's professional because you see the stuff that um, they released for us. You know, like that wasn't that wasn't a good look. No, yeah. no. no. And, and I'm pretty sure that nine times out of ten, I hate to say it like this, but like people who really do be like, oh, I can do better than this. Normally, <laughs> like their stuff isn't no, it, it, it's not good. And 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 actually, this this thought just came to mind. When it comes to doing anything like that, like generally, to be truthfully honest, I'd rather see someone who who has really good writing skills but is not married to the material right for something like this, right for a franchise like this. Because I feel like someone who is an avid fan and someone who is like, you know, the best, you know, the the biggest Power Ranger fan ever. I don't, I wouldn't trust them to write something like this because I feel like their knowledge would get, their knowledge and their feelings on how certain things should be because they're a super fan would get entangled into the things that they're trying to write about. And it'll become way too convoluted in, in all this fandom stuff that it's like, you know, what about the actual story? You know what I'm saying? Like it, it won't even make, it won't make too much sense because I've seen a lot of fan fiction stuff and, and some of it has been good, but a lot of times I feel like the biggest mistake is people would because they're so they know so much that's what it becomes about only like super fans would be interested in it but like your average person wouldn't really wouldn't really care it's like or or would or would be thrown off by it because it's like oh this is this is too much like it's too specific i mean that's that's just how i feel about it like like i'd rather trust somebody that is a good writer and that could just like like how 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 uh, Ryan Parrott had to do. He's a great writer, writer, but he didn't know anything about Power Rangers, like the world of Power Rangers, like that. He had to sit down and study it, and he had mm-hmm. to create all this stuff from his head, which I think is better than getting somebody who knows all this stuff because it's gonna it'll be way too strict. Like it'll be and conflict of interest. It'll be conflict exactly. Of 
Exactly. You know, you're so, going mean, to things a certain way and you know how you would want things to turn out based on what was already done. But you're absolutely right. With someone who doesn't know anything about it, it's an unbiased um, writing. An unbiased right. Writing. Exactly. Exactly. That that's that's exactly what I'm saying, Lena. Like, it, thank you. That's the word I needed. Unbiased. No problem. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, and and that guy, like, and it's just no disrespect to anyone else has written that has written but, it. Yeah. So, so it's just not. It's just not cool. Like, and and you know, to agree with you and to piggyback off you, it's not cool. There is definitely a level of professionalism that you have to reach, and come prepare. If you're going to do something like yeah. this, come prepare. Come prepare and be like, yes, this is why you should take a chance on me. I can do this, this, and this. And I have numbers that can prove to you that I can be just as good. So if you have a new writing, um, like, you know, if, let's say you have a new comic that you want to start or that you have something that you, I, I would I would love to jump on this project. I would love to be part of this project, you know? But to be like, oh no, I'll be a great writer and I'll work for free. It's like, mm. I also feel like you're also insulting the people that are already on the project because you're basically right. saying they're not great. Hire me instead. Right, right. So, yeah. Sorry, Will. <laughs> Sorry, Will. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, so that's that. I mean, and, you know, just to kind of segue, you know, off of, you know, the comics a little bit, we're going to jump into toys a little bit. Ooh, so, ooh, so exciting. Will, you posted into the chat, right, into our little group chat, you know, the what could be the new wave, wave nine, wave nine, right? Wave, I think it's wave eight. Wave eight or wave nine? I'm okay, I'm not sure. Uh, there's so many dog and wave. It's eight, yeah. yeah. Wave eight. Um, you posted in there, wave eight. You know what could be possibly wave eight? What What's the T? What 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 we got? Will What we got? Well, um, as usual, um, there's been some sort of a leak. Um, this is from uh from Toy Wiz, and they have listed SPD. Pink, uh, Lost Galaxy Red, Dino Thunder Blue, and I'm so excited for this one, um, Zeo Green. While I am excited, right? While I'm excited, I'm also kind of terrified. <laughs> right, right, I'm also right. kind of scared because, you know... <sighs> We got Adam, right? Things are hit or miss. Right. Like, okay, here's here's the deal. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. And tell me if you guys agree with this. I'd rather see, this is what I'd rather see. I'd rather see generic faces. (laughs) I'd rather see a generic Asian face for Adam. And I'd rather see just a generic I rather see just generic faces on these people and them just try to do a hair mold for for um for Sid (laughs) that's not too (laughs) ugly and call it a day like like how they did astronomer right like kind of like how they did her where it didn't look nothing 
like um like the actual TV show Astronomy. Like yeah, like it didn't look nothing like Melody, but but it wasn't atrocious. You know what I'm saying? Like it didn't yeah. look like holy mm. crap, like damn, she's ugly. <laughs> like it didn't look like that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, like, <laughs> like I'd rather see that. Oh my god, Kimberly was terrible. Kimberly looked like she would eat your face. <laughs> and I'm like, no, no. <laughs> I'm sorry. No. And like Zach's dread, Zach's braids oh. look like his dread, like dreads that were matted and were never twisted. Like and matted down. Yeah. Matted down hair. Seriously, it literally looked like somebody just threw his head into a microwave, melted it for like 10 seconds, and just slapped it on the doll on a toy and said, Here you go. Here's that. Yeah, and this dude doesn't. Ooh, who who is that man? That's not Walter Jones. That is not Walter Jones. Walter looks just like he did back in the nineties. Like, I mean, the man looks literally the same. You could like black don't crack literally with him. Seriously, you could literally scan him now, and like it would be an accurate figure. It would literally be an accurate figure. <sighs> yeah. So uh, I'm yeah I I feel the same way I'm excited I'm I'm really excited to have Adam hearing that Ethan is going to be in the line is really that's exciting as well but it's like oh god what is I he wonder, look like what is his hair going to look like right? uh, <laughs> so that 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 gets me excited about you know completing the Dino Thunder team at some point but then again God Connor is crazy. Well, well, I'm hoping that that'll be the next one, but you know. We'll or what see. about the Samurai Ranger, Cam? Uh, what about what about him? Like, are we gonna get him? Do you think? Oh, I have no idea. That that wasn't one of the um, that wasn't one of the ones that was uh, announced here or leaked, I should say. Um, Sid. That'll be interesting to see what they do with her hair. I, I I feel what you're saying about the face just being like a generic pretty face. Like that, I guess that would be <laughs> passable. And then no, seriously, um, her, she, she had a distinctive like hairstyle with her curls. So, ooh, we'll see how that'll look. That's what and I'm then, saying. Uh, yeah, and then what was the other one? Oh my God, Leo. Leo. Okay. So which I mean. But, like this is annoying so it's like I see a two pack or a multi pack I probably shouldn't buy it because eventually you're going to sell this ranger by itself I have the Leo uh, Psycho Red pack and then they ended up doing the entire Psycho team together so I'm like damn why did I get that and now Leo's going to be by himself so I, that was kind of a waste Right, right. And that that's that's my argument with the Leo situation. It's like, so why did y'all just have all these people just like buy this two pack when clearly you, you're got you're just gonna go ahead and just make another one anyway? Like you're just gonna do it anyway. Like, that just doesn't this, make sense to me. This this is highly unlikely, but I wonder if they'll give him maybe what like his look in <laughs> Forever Red and uh, Light Speed with that 2000s picture. I, I can't even um, describe that hairstyle, but you saw a lot of white actors with that hairstyle. 
Kind of like giving the Dawson's. <laughs> you talking about like giving the Dawson's Creek, um, white hairstyle movement? I don't know about Dawson's Creek. I would say that his initial hairstyle was more like Dawson's Creek, from what I can remember. You really think so? He looked like, but um, like his, his hair looked like Angel had that hair. He did. He did. It was hot on Angel, and it was hot on Leo. <laughs> so, wow. like, I, I, strongly <laughs> doubt, I strongly doubt that they're going to give us another head for that, though. So, yeah. No, they're not. They're probably not going to do that. Like, the only thing they might change is the hair. They might. I yeah, yeah. That that's yeah. I doubt it. But I guess we'll see in soon. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, I'm. I'm just really nervous. <laughs> I guess just, you guys can hear about my voice. I'm yeah. nervous. And for like for for a second, can we talk about when we first got a preview of the first Lightning Collection figure, Tommy the White Ranger, and how awesome that looked, and how mm-hmm. good of a figure that is actually. And then mm-hmm. after that. Once again, it has been hit or miss. Either it'll look like the Ranger or it might look similar or it might not look like it at all. The helmet might not be painted right like Jason and like Trent. There might not be, uh, it might be painted wrong. Like, uh, was it Chase's Morphers painted wrong? The, The Omega Ranger, like there's, that V on his chest is too thick. Um, God, there's uh, the Tommy with the no diamonds underneath the the shield. Yeah, underneath the shield. It's like there's so many like discrepancies, and it's like, damn, like this is supposed to be like a, sp- a special line. This is a this is like your premier line, and you're not giving it. Like a hundred percent, and that's disconcerting. That 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 I, I I don't get it. It's like you're you're trying to do the things, but you're not doing it. Like yeah. <laughs> it's like, what are you doing? I mean, and it's it's funny that you brought that up because I remember how beautiful the White Ranger figure was, and I'm not even a White Ranger fan, and I was like. I kind of want to cop that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But, and I was thinking like, well, damn, like is the rest, are the rest of the figures going to be like this? But then it's like, like you said, it's been hit or miss. And I'm just like, I'm not here for none of these, to be honest with you. <laughs> like, I mean, seriously, I haven't bought like not one of the Lightning Collection figures because I'm just like, I, for one, for the ones that we might get, that I'm praying that we do get so far, I'm not excited about the ones that we've gotten. So mm-hmm. with the ones that we may get, I'm like, mm. <laughs> like mm. I don't know if I actually want this. And, you know, to be truthfully honest with the, with some of the figures, I'm not going to lie. Some of the figures I actually, I actually liked some of the changes that they made. Like, with um, Dino Thunder Red, um, his visor being silver instead of white. I kind of like that change. Or the change with Ashley's um, V collar being gold instead of orange. I kind of like that change. However, (laughs) 
it's like how are you gonna make you're gonna turn around and do um andros's and make his like the golden orange mm-hmm. so now you have andros with the the correct golden orange v thing on his on his um around his neck on his chest and you got ashley's with gold that doesn't make sense so if you have like a whole line of these figures it's not going to look right mm-hmm. and then you also have like what if they end up doing you know ethan and he has a white he has white going across his but you had you know silver going across um going across connor's like that that just that's the kind of stuff that i'm just kind of like all right if we're gonna do this uniformity is the key word here like (laughs) if we're not gonna be correct be wrong and make it uniformed you know but that's all i'm gonna say on that like Mm -hmm. this is just weird like i I, i'm really concerned about this (laughs) about this lightning collection (laughs) Mm -hmm. i'm very concerned um but yeah so there is that and there has been some little nuggets some little news popping up you know or on the interwebs um just just random just randomness you know um now first to cover some of the randomness that has been going on here um Campbell Cooley the voice of Scrozzle um actually when the episode source code was had premiered um he basically came out with a tweet basically saying now that evox's big secret is out i have the pleasure of revealing that i directed the voice work for source code i am truly grateful Mm -hmm. to have been able to contribute to such a significant moment in ranger history um and also melissa flores also um talked about the episode as well um basically saying you know big props to the power rangers cast crew and team for pulling off such a fun twist this has always been my favorite episode for the series honestly now someone else has something to say about it too (laughs) um amit um bahmik um and i hope i did not mispronounce that name and if i did i deeply apologize um he had something to say about it too so uh, somebody tweeted him basically saying, sorry to bother you. I'm just curious on your thoughts about Evox being vengeance since it was your original pitch for Go Busters of the adaptation before you left Saban. He replied, I wondered if this is why I, when I ran into anybody who worked on Beast Morphers at Power Morphicon, they looked like they shit themselves. <laughs> now. Best response ever. Now, here's my tea, right? Here's my tea. Now, is it me? Because <laughs> you know, because you, because you know, you know, I had to get high, um, three pitches higher for this one. Is it me, or <sighs> now I understand? Like now, if he did do this, now if he if he did do this, and I'm not saying that he did, because because uh, I'm not gonna lie, admit that this. He does have some good ideas. I mean, Forever Red will always be legendary in everybody's mm-hmm. eyes, right? Mm-hmm. But, and I understand that, you know, he may, he may have brought this idea up. But my thing is this. It's kind of common sense. <laughs> like, if you looked at Go Busters and you looked at the theme, like the Japanese theme, literally Go Busters was literally the Japanese version of RPM. 
like it literally was like it literally was the Japanese version of RPM. So it would have made sense that if Ghostbusters was adapted, that they literally made Vengex Evox. Like that, that would have literally made it. That would have made perfect sense. So I mean, with him being like, you know, ooh, ooh, ooh look at me, look at me, look at me, like. I don't know. Like, I feel like that's a little I mean, too braggadocious wanna, for me. But do you want to give um, them enough credit for actually thinking to do something like that if they didn't have any sort of, um, like, push in that direction? You really think they would have done that? I mean, to be truthfully honest, I honestly, based on just... I'm not going to say that they didn't because, of course, we don't know what goes on in these, you know, behind the scenes and in these mm. boardrooms and stuff. We don't know. But I feel like ever since Goldbusters even came out, it's always been on the interwebs, on, on Al Gore's internet. People always <laughs> been like, you know, they always been like, oh my God, if you if you do Goldbusters, if, if Goldbusters ever come to the United States, Vengeance has to be the bad guy. Like it would make sense to make Vengeance the bad guy. So I mean, it's been something that's always been on the internet. It's been on there forever. For anybody that was following, um, the exactly. Sp- that makes sense. That actually, makes a lot of sense. I feel like nowadays, though, too, because there's nothing going on, that people want to start up like, I don't know, start up shit. I guess essentially start up shit to get things going, get people riled up. And to sort mm. of like, yeah, I took, I, it was my idea. I personally did not know this. And I'm glad that you, I'm glad that you actually know this and that you followed the, the Japanese series because I didn't know this. Why so now that you're telling us this, I'm like, okay, that actually makes a lot of sense. So, so really it wasn't his original thought that he got all by him, his, by his lonesome self over a beer at a bar one day, you know? It was something that he obviously seen and was like, oh, I think that would be a great idea to adapt because it just makes sense. I'm gonna say like, exactly. And that it, that's how I feel. I mean, I'm not saying that that's what happened, but I kind of feel like that's how it that's how that's how it feels to me, because like when Goldbusters premiered, you know, all those years ago, it premiered after Gokaiger, what we know as Super Megaforce. Um, Goldbusters was the follow up season to that. And I even remember seeing Goldbusters and being like, oh my God, the Messiah looks just like Vengex. Mm. Because the Messiah was literally a computer virus. Like he was literally mm. like an actual virus. Like the Vaglass group mm. that was attacking the Goldbusters was a computer virus team. Like they were all like just pockets of data trying to like, you know, hack and destroy the world. Yeah, they were. I remember when I for the first few episodes I did see, I never got a chance to finish it, but I will have to do that. I remember I may have um, actually communicate this with you guys through our chat where I said, I feel like this is very RPM somehow. And and you never revealed then uh, what what the real uh, big grand plan was. I guess you didn't know either. Like, you know what the adaption was going to look like. But I remember right. having that conversation with you and you're like, yeah, it really is. And and um, and long behold, I mean, I guess the grand plan has now been revealed and kind of mind blowing that Vinjik actually lived all this time and kind of cool that I guess for myself personally, I for some strange reason, when when Beast Morpher came out, I've always had this feeling somehow the RPM is heavily connected, just heavily connected. 
And I'm glad that, again, I know this, this has nothing to do with me knowing the Japanese series. I actually don't know the Japanese series. This is just me with wishful thinking. Mm-hmm. And I guess somehow it it worked out well. And and it, and it is. And I mean, literally, like, I, I just always felt like Go Busters was the answer to RPM. Like, it was literally like the, the like, Go Busters, the way it ended, it ended like a to be continued. And mm-hmm. Beast Morphers oh. is that, like, that final, you know, that final mm-hmm. piece to the puzzle. Mm-hmm. To conclude the story, Very like that's that's what I feel like it is. And I mean, honestly, yeah, like I mean, honestly, it, you can you can tell even in the casting, like the casting, the actual cast themselves kind of favored, like the original, like the main three, they <laughs> favor with the exception, yeah. of Blue, <laughs> they favor the RPM cast. I thought I thought that <laughs> when I saw um, the casting originally too again. Oh, yeah, like they favor the cast. I see what you're saying. Yeah, so like, if, Bla- like- if Blaze, if Blaze would have been blue, then that would have been like. Were you okay? You're talking about like the American, okay? Yeah, yeah. No, I I totally see that actually. Right. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Holy, oh, I didn't make that connection. Whoa. If yeah. Blaze would have been blue, that would have been so a that's totally why I- like so Blaze. Okay. 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 I did. That's not- why I'm like, come on now, like that. Hmm. So much. That's why I'm like, come on now. Like, (laughs) it it just kind of blows my mind that I just kind of feel like Amit is taking all this credit for it. And it's like, bruh, but fandom, if if you've known the Japanese version, we've all kind of no, I just think I just find it weird that like he's taking trying to take credit for this. And it's like we've known this like every fan like if if you if you watch if you watch the japanese version that was the first thing that popped into like everybody's head was just like oh this is rpm like this is literally rpm if the show ever comes to the united states this is rpm you know so it's just like i don't know just uh, i don't know it just kind of feels weird that he's just trying to take all the credit for this mm-hmm. and it's just like <laughs> He's just like, yeah, this is this is all mine. And it's like, mm, is it really? <laughs> I, was, um, I was thinking, uh, like, it's isn't that kind of the nature of the of the business? Like, if you, I don't know if anybody can like patent an idea for an existing series, but like, if he is, if what he's saying is true, it's like that is just something that could happen. Like your idea, like you could give an idea and they might like it, but they might not use you to write write it. They might just, you know, take it and give it to somebody else. I mean, that's happened millions yeah. of times. I mean, that's just show business. Yeah, like that's just show business, the way stuff like that happens. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and is it right? No, but at the end of the day, it's like, you know, Stuff like that happens all the mm-hmm. time. Like it literally happens all the time. Mm-hmm. So you know, even if that was his idea, which, like I said, I'm not taking nothing from him, but even if that was his idea, it's like, bruh, like you're just basically, you know, just you're you're basically saying what fans have been saying the entire time. So it's just like, I mean, come on, dude. But that's just me. Um, but yeah, so. Speaking of this episode of, um, not this episode, but just speaking of um, Power Rangers Beast Morphers, we will actually be discussing 
source code. Now, this is the penultimate, right? Yes, yes, yes. Now, this episode is, first of all, thoughts from the panel. Because y'all, oh my God. I, oh my God. I, I was shocked at how good it was. I, I was not expecting that. Like, wow. I agree. Yeah. I was, I was very, I was, you know, it's funny when, um, I didn't expect anyone to make a cameo until, you know, it was always all like, we need to make an interdimental call. Call. I was like, oh my God, Dr. K is coming back. This is a scene that we've all been waiting for. And actually no one expected this either. Cause like, I think there was another scene that she came back for, but she was on the internet. She wasn't like mm-hmm, communicating mm-hmm. with them in person. I haven't seen that episode myself, but I am blown away. Just like you said, by how well it was done. I felt like it should have been a slightly longer episode, though. I wish it was like a bit longer, like maybe another 15 minutes, like have it like as a special leading up to, you know, the end. And in a way, it's almost like we're getting what we used to get back in, um, you know, like with uh, In Space and Turbo, where the danger is real. You felt it. And mm-hmm. and it was genuine where you're like, oh, oh, my God, they're going to survive. Like, are they are they going to make it? But what I will mm-hmm. say, though. I'm surprised by how coolly calm Dr. K is. Like, just I know she's always been collectively calm, but she's like extra calm in this episode. I, n- I noticed that too. Like, she's she's grown up now. I yeah know. yeah. And she got taller. Isn't it weird? Did she look taller? <laughs> I don't know about. I mean, I don't, know about don't get me wrong. She was like she's always been that height, but I felt like they really made her look taller. Does that make sense? Like, like I'm. Could sure- it be because this cast is short? I was gonna say maybe Nate is just really short. I, I'm <laughs> sure, you could be right, or maybe, or maybe they wanted to make her look grown. Because, like, do you remember the computer she used to work on? It used to be like superly, duperly high, and everyone around her, even like, um, even Summer, she's not that tall in real life, and she even looked taller than Dr. K does. Um, and then, and then the other wearing lifts. Well, yeah, that's true. I don't know, maybe the outfit too, because obviously outfit does everything, right? They it looks like they shortened her outfit, they shortened her dress, they shortened her lab coat, they obviously picked the bob. I'm surprised she had pants on. I was too in particular. They were like they were like were they capris? I right. saw yeah, they were capris, I yeah. I was surprised at that. That's what I mean. I felt like they they chose an outfit that angle like that elevated her look, that made her look taller. You know what I'm talking. You know what I'm talking about, right, Brandon? Like, you know how like there's certain outfits that just makes you. No, look I know what you taller? mean. Yeah, it's like mm-hmm, she looks mm-hmm. taller. And I know you're right. The cast could be short, but I know, but I know RPM like they weren't entirely tall either. Like we met, the only person that was actually tall was freaking Dylan. Everyone else was like bloody our height. Okay, me, Eka, Eka was pretty tall too. But yeah, like, I thought he was pretty tall. No, no, he is pretty tall. I just remember that now. But like, Brandon can can vouch for me. Like we met. Um, Ari and he was pretty short. He was about our height, well, my height more so, like in between us. And we met M- Milo. He was pretty. He wasn't that crazy tall either. And I was wondering about how tall. He yeah, was. he wasn't. He's not crazy tall either. Um, who else? Like I don't know. Majority of the cast wasn't crazy tall. And I mean, the only two tallest people were Scott and Dylan, and that was about it. Mm-hmm. You know. So mm-hmm. I just felt like 
overall, they really made her look shorter in RPM. And even with the computer system that she was working on, they were like overly big in comparison in comparison to her, right? I guess, again, like they try to make her look smaller. I, I, I don't know, in some weird odd way. But no, she looked grown and her bob like was snatched. It looks so much better. It looks so much better. (laughs) Which once again, it makes sense because she's she's grown up now. Right, right. It's but it's how they did that. Like they, I don't know. I'm. I know it legit. It like legit is because like I all I kept thinking was like, wow, they're ten years later. They're actually giving us like a an answer to that finale and we're actually getting well, did they though the, well it looks like it if we found out what happened what was going on in that morpher and it was vinjex and the morpher oh right, actually, right right yeah yeah no, so I we're actually with the cast oh i i can talk about that later <laughs> Yeah, we can get on that in a bit because I got some stuff to say about that. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah. but it was like, oh man, like I I've been wanting like something proper with RPM for so long, and you know they gave us that thing um on Samurai that was or Super Samurai that was not uh, that wasn't filling. You know, no, at all. no, no, because so the- this. We understood that they were no longer rangers per se. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, this just this just this just felt better. It it felt like they put some effort and thought into this, Mm -hmm. and that is just I like that's just something you don't expect these days. Like going back to the first episode of Beast Morphers and how good that was. Like, if I hadn't seen anything in between, <laughs> I would definitely would have been like, oh, wow, this was a good-ass season. <laughs> but, like, given some of the stuff that we've gotten in between, it's like, wow, this is a surprise. No, seriously. And that's that's where I've come from with it. It's just like, with this, episode, this particular episode, it was just like... And actually, someone actually wrote on our uh, our comment um, on our comment thread on our page about it he kind of said basically exactly how how I've been feeling about it the entire time basically saying that you know if had the show been you know good the entire time it would have had a bigger impact mm-hmm. and I agree with that granted I still enjoyed the you know i still enjoyed the the reveal tremendously i mean i enjoyed it um i loved it and i mean we i kind of already guessed it anyway um just by the seeds that they were planting especially you know for the past couple episodes before this one um i was already kind of seeing you know something was kind of weird with like the the verbiage that um vengex would use um it was just like hmm something's not quite right and that's when I kind of like put two and two together, but like I, I just I re- I really enjoyed it, and I don't know, like there's just so much about it that I just can't wait to talk about. Like it, it's just let's just go ahead and get on into it, right? Mm-hmm. So you know they start out with the whole you know, um, 
you know, the the pre not preview, but just like, you know, telling us what happened on a previous episode and how Blaze tricked them into letting Evox into their into their domain. That and then it's like awesome, by the way. I didn't oh, it see was the dope. Last episode. Wow. I was shocked. Like that whole episode, first of all, just 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 to kind of you know give you a little refresher, right? So basically, Blaze was Blaze went to a martial arts tournament. Well, he was supposed to go to a martial arts tournament. The actual real Blaze did go, but um, Cyber Blaze <laughs> tricked them into believing into making them believe that it, it was actually him. He basically is like, you know, hey, you know, this is what this is. I, th- I feel like we need to do this plan. And everybody was like, yeah, this sounds like a good plan. And um, I want to say it was, uh, I want to say it was uh, uh, um, Cruz. Cruz was just kind of like, mm, I don't know. You know, he was a little skeptical. And, and so was a few others. A few others were skeptical as well, too. But they just kind of went along with it. They trapped Evox in in their um in their base, and then you know they real then um I want to say Devin gets a phone call from Blaze, being like, "Hey guys, konnichiwa, I'm in Japan." Oh, okay. <laughs> and and they look, they turn around, they're like, "Wait, if you're here, who are you?" And like that's when they realized it was Blaze, and Blaze was like, "Hey, hey gotcha," and he left, wow. and. So basically, they realized they got played. So, so it starts out with this episode. You know, they're like, "Well, we gotta, you know, go ahead and scramble up, you know, Evox's, you know, his 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 data, and we have this whole little data packet situation going on, just so that we can go ahead and you know tear them apart, shoot them up, and blast them into bits." Well, of course, that didn't go as planned. Now, granted. The plan sounded like it made perfect sense, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it made perfect sense. My thing is this, and I know they were doing it for dramatic purposes, but in the real world, <laughs> you would not just shoot one blast and stand there and be like, all right, all right, Commander, tell me when I should shoot next. Like, you're not going to do that. I, you're yeah. going to shoot and keep loading it up yeah. and shooting. Load I, it up, shoot. Load it up, yeah, shoot. Like, what are you doing? I didn't like that the gun had to be, had to continually be loaded. Like, I, like if he could have just kept shooting, that would have, um, that would have worked better. I mean, even then, I still feel like, even if, even since it had to still be loaded, my thing is this, it's like, he shouldn't have to wait on the commander to tell him to shoot. Oh, I didn't it's even like, notice that. what are you doing? Yeah, like he was just like every time he would shoot, he'd stand there. And then the commander was like, fire. And then he have to reload again. He's like, okay, charging. And it's like, <laughs> dude, just charge the damn thing. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> she, commander Shaw was cracking me up because there were all these moments where people were like either waiting around or I guess asking for approval and she's like what the hell are you waiting on go right <laughs> that happened a couple of times that happened a couple of times <laughs> and I loved it because she was she was me like I I felt seen in this episode I'm like yo <laughs> like <you> <laughs> hurry up 
what are you doing? <laughs> like, oh my God, I'm just sitting here like, my guy, what are you doing? So then, of course, she's like, you know, they're doing their thing or whatever. And Evox basically runs what looks like an Ethernet cord into the computer <laughs> and transmits himself into a piece of himself into the computer, basically um, shutting it down and creating creating the barrier back up so they can't attack him anymore so then you know this starts the wild goose chase that i i I actually enjoyed this i enjoyed this a lot even though there was certain parts about it that i was just like okay now but i still enjoyed it like for example they'd run in they see evox they shoot him and then it was almost kind of like a game of like um what's the game where you like shoot the ducks like the ducks will come like flying by the screen and then you take a little gun and you shoot it. I, I forget that little called, game. But I know what you're talking about. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. It was on Nintendo. And like you would like, if anybody knows that game, please tell me. But anyway, <laughs> but yeah, like I kind of felt like it was like that. Like, you know, he would run to a different spot and then they'll be like, oh, he's over here. And they go run over there and then they catch him and they shoot him. And then he like, ah, oh, ah. And then he disappeared. And then they then so they have to run to the next place. It was so good. I, I enjoyed that so much. I loved it. The only part that I hated, and this is where I was like, are you fucking kidding me? The part where they get to his um his his lab and he's mm-hmm. already taken out the cell shift morpher and they're just standing there looking at him. I'm like, what are you doing? Why are you just standing there staring at him as he takes out the morph? What are you doing? Like, that was literally, this episode should have been called, what are you doing? Because I must have asked that question like a good 10 times. Like, what are you doing? And they just stand there looking at him like, oh, it looks like he's taking the, mor- the cell shift morpher. What, what is he doing with the cell shift morpher? Oh, wow. What is he doing? And it's like, are you going to shoot him or not? <laughs> All right. Like, seriously, I'm just sitting there like, what are you doing? And then finally, so long, so long, so long, so long. And finally, they, by the time they were able to shoot him, he had already regenerated himself. And he's like, oh, gotcha, bitch. Nope, you can't shoot me this time. And it's like, and then that's when he revealed the big news that he, that Evox is indeed Vengex. Mm-hmm. Nate's That's face crazy. his face I was like the world right, right. Ooh, and, burn and, yeah and I love that they um, they showed how it happened um, they showed a kid Nate uh, mixing the Morph X in the snake DNA and putting them into Scott's Morpher Scott's Morpher that had Vengex inside of it in the finale of RPM. Like they right. really, they, and they even showed, um, they had even shown a, uh, a, 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 a flashback to the finale and showing that Vengex was in the Morpher. So they, like they, you know, for the people that maybe didn't watch RPM or weren't born yet, <laughs> that was their way <laughs> True. of explaining it. <laughs> True. 
I mean, I, I genuinely enjoyed that. That was great. I was like, wow, that was that was dope. And then, of course, you know, he's like, you know, you can't hurt me now. And then, you know, he blasts them. They all go flying out the lab. He walks out. Now, I'm not going to lie. This Ben and Betty moment when <laughs> they were like, you can't get past us. We're going to stop you. And he's like, yeah, okay. And the next time we, we see them, they're all tied up. I thought that was funny. You I was asked, like, poor guys. I did ask thought he was going to do something way worse. Like, I'm surprised for someone as <laughs> evil as he is. He didn't do something way worse. Obviously, I know it's a kid's show and it's not supposed to be like that. But I genuinely thought he was going to do something way worse than tying them True. up. I, True. I love the fact that they stood up and they they stood their ground trying to protect cute. their base. It was yeah. cute. I liked it. I give him kudos. It for really him. was. Like it was a bozy move. Like I would. I. If, I'm sorry. If that was me, the first thing I'm doing is going the exact opposite direction with this guy. Because okay, you have to remember if you learned this in history in Ranger history class, like this guy is the evilest of Ooh. all evil, and he's the strongest mm-hmm. of all strong villain or whatever you want to call it. Like I'm genuinely scared of Vengeance. I remember watching RPN and legit thinking I would never want that to happen to our world because that would be very dangerous. We would not be able to own technology ever again. We would have to literally live in a dome so that the satellite dish can't come through or whatever you want to call it. I don't know. He's just very scary. He's literally like those, um, I know those horror movies, where those uh, ghosty spirits will travel to find you, but they can only travel through mirrors. So any reflection, you'll find this um, evil spirit at your at your mm-hmm. door. And that's what I feel mm-hmm. like. It's like a movie of mirrors or something where if there's a reflection, you'll find it or it'll find you, I should say. And that's what I feel about Vengex, where if there's a connection, you're doomed. You're doomed. Basically. Like, basically. Mm-hmm. Like that, I don't know. Like, that just... It like I just thorough I just love the character Vengex so much. Like I just feel like that's the character that it was like if you're gonna bring anybody back, you bring him back. You know what I'm saying? Like that was the one you bring back. And I feel like they handled it so well. I mean, they they really did. They handled it so well. And I, oh gosh, like I just love it. And then of course, you know, they basically they try to fight him. Vengex basically hands them their asses and is like <laughs> he shoots Nate and he's like, I, he was like, you know, how does it feel to be responsible for the for the for your own world's destruction? And, and how qu- real quick, how cool <laughs> was it that they actually used um Vengex's voice? Yeah, they they, I did they brought not back um, Mason F and Truman. <laughs> oh my God, that I didn't know that he voiced Benji. What? Are you serious? You didn't know that? I didn't know that. Yes. Wow. wow. Yes, he voiced Benji. Holy crap! Wow. Yes, Damn. honey. Yes. Mm. They did yes. shit right this time. <laughs> yes. No, wait. Yes. Yes. Because, like, they did, like yeah. they didn't try to bring somebody else back to try to mimic his voice. They actually, like, legit was like, yeah, we're going to get the real dude back. 
Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. I was like, bring back James Galen. You are amazing, sir. Yes, sir. I said, oh, shoot now. So, yeah. Like, I, I, I am like, like I said, they really, like, they really did the damn thing this time around. Like, they really did. Andrew Lang? Lang? Avengers virus, Andrew Lang. Let me see. Yeah, I think you're right. Let me see. Or I don't know whether he was, like, the voice or whether he just did. Oh, yes. Yes, yeah, he was the voice. And he does he does um Evox's voice. Wow. Yes. Yes. Wow. I'm sorry, everybody. I had that backwards. But yes, I, I thought it I was gonna say I thought it was um it was um Mason F. Truman. But then again, I'm like, mm-hmm. he it's not, but it's okay because I mean shoot, he done popped up in this fandom plenty of times. So I mean this is not that, that's crazy. So it was literally that's so crazy. That's literally the guy that did Evox all season also did Vengex in RPM and in this episode. Wow. I didn't know that. That's so it, cool. It's crazy, right? And um, also, too, I think, if I'm not mistaken, Andrew Lang, or, how, or however you pronounce his name, it looks like, a, what is it called, a, uh, an anagram or whatever? Because it looks like his name is scrambled. Because if you look at random Ewing, it's literally his name, but just the letters are scrambled. scrambled. Seth, what do you mean? I'm sorry. Okay, look at his name, Andrew mm-hmm. Liang, or however you pronounce it, right? Lying. Look at the name <laughs> Randall Ewing. It's literally Andrew Lang, but the letters are scrambled. Wow. Okay, I got you. What in the world? So that's Maybe how they did that on purpose. I think they did that on purpose. I think they did that on purpose. Because I'm pretty that's sure crazy. somebody would have figured it out and been like, hey, that's the guy who voiced um Vengex. Is Vengex E Box? That's nuts. That's smart. Wow. wow. See, we learn the new things every day. <laughs> wow, that is dope. That's insane. But yeah, so you know, he he uses his, his regular voice, his his he puts on his Vengex voice for, for the for the kids. And um basically, you know, he tells Nate, you know, you are the one who are bringing about the destruction of your own planet. So Toodles, and then he disappears. <laughs> Nate is sitting at the at the you know the base, all sad and feeling sorry for himself, as he should, because I mean he is gonna he's the one who's gonna <laughs> destroy the world. Um, ah, but it's not, he knew. So like, I, he was a little kid. He I know. Like, I was just about to say, it's not like he knew. <laughs> I know. It's very. It was very even, even if like, he wasn't a kid. Like, who would have known that Vengex was in that morpher? Well, that's just it, right? And I just found him very annoying where he was all, like, self-pity. He's like, no, I'm sorry, Nate. Stop having the stupid self-pity shit while this Vengex dude <laughs> is literally going to destroy your world. <laughs> like, fix it. What is the problem? I felt, yeah, I felt that way, too. I understood him being upset, but it's like, dude, you're being too hard on yourself. 
and there's way too much going on right now for you to stay in this depressive funk. You gotta like get it together because you're needed. Now, here's my thing, right? Th- there's two things to this. One, I agree 100%, and that's how I was. I was like, all right, dude, you got to get yourself together, right? But there's 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 two sides to this. There's two things. For one, we have to remember, Nate is, a Nate is I, I feel like Nate is probably the youngest member on his team. I feel yeah. like he's, he's a teenager, but he's still pretty young. So, mm-hmm. like, he's probably not in the, he does, probably doesn't have a developed mindset you know what I'm saying? When it comes to oh the idea of like, oh man, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm, I destroyed the world. Like, what do I do? You know, like he's, he's going to take it hard because he's not, you know, he's not like mentally, he's not, you know, mature enough. Exactly. Thank you. Words are hard tonight. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's not, he's not mentally, you know, mature enough to handle that. Um, there's that. And the other question that I had that really bothered me with this whole episode, where the devil did they get all this, all this ranger gear from? Especially for the simple fact that the cell ship morphers, not even cell ship morpher, the RPM gear isn't even in this dimension. How the devil did they acquire it? They never explained that. You know, exact same thing, because I thought that the, um, the original rangers had their morphers because when they left in um, the last episode, it they never specified. Did they actually give it up? They gave yeah, they gave up their powers. Up. They yeah. Them, oh, they, they put them in that same box that um that we saw all the morphers in in this episode. Wait, wait a second. If they mm-hmm. gave up their powers, how did the Red Ranger appear in uh, Power Rangers Super Samurai? See, I never thought of that either. Wow. What? That's a very good question. <laughs> so, I'm confused right now. Yeah. So not only do they not have their powers, these morphers randomly show up in this dimension, and Doctor K never thought to question why he even had her morphers. Because remember, she was very like, "These are my babies. These are her project." She was very adamant on keeping them safe. Maybe the episode's been. Um retconned and also too and also too well maybe there's a simple explanation for this right maybe maybe it maybe at that time scott could have wait 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 how did what what what? how did like (laughs) appear in the reunion episode in power rangers um um was that steel what was that ninja steel mike was it mike no, 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 it was Gemma. Gemma, how did she appear? Oh, Gemma, yeah. How did she appear? They didn't have their morphers either. And the morpher was in there. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm mind blown yeah. right now. What's the actual but, app? And Br- yeah, Brandon, I thought that you were about to say there's a simple explanation for that and then just go on to another topic. <laughs> like, uh, that's that literally what I was going to do. Literally <laughs> what I was going to do. That's literally what I was going to so, do. Like, that's a simple explanation for that. So, uh, so another, another, <laughs> another thing for me, uh, something else that they keep mentioning but not showing in, not showing is Ranger history class. Like, right. I want to know what they're learning. Like, that would have been, that would have been a great way of showing old clips and, and reminding us of things throughout the season and uh, seeing the Rangers actually 
you smartened up on things and maybe we could have learned in that also where they got some of the morphers from what's going on on some of the different earths outside of um exactly timeline what's going on with rangers that are on this earth right now you know like obviously they weren't updates because when they were holding the gun at vintage they decided not to shoot at him that's literally what i was saying the entire time at the end of this episode when doc k was basically like you know i have to go back to my world because and scan just in case that you know the vengeance virus is on is you know in our world again my thing is this i'm like well can we get an update on everybody else though Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. i mean can you at least say you know Hello, my team says hi. Something like, I mean, well, don't do that. Please don't do that. But something like, well, (laughs) obviously, her team doesn't exist because, uh, what's his face? Nate has their morphers. I mean, they exist. They're just not Rangers anymore. We can assume something, um, um, something that you mentioned in the, um, in the group chat, Lena, I think. You mentioned something like um, the no the no updates on the Rangers. Oh, the, like they they must think that nobody care. Or I guess no, Brandon. You said I guess they they think that nobody cares. But it's like, damn, you put all this effort in, and you can't give us that little bit, right? No. So yeah, I was like, I was annoyed with the fact that they didn't give us a brief update, and Brandon said. Well, he, he probably assumed that nobody wants it. And I was like, well, this is, if they bring any cameo back, I expect at least a one minute brief on where the heck they are and who they are and where they are now. That's all I want. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. And, and that and that's my thing. It's like and this is and this all goes back to just how Power Rangers is is constructed and how it's and how it's being done. Um, I, I just kind of feel like the show itself just doesn't like it has all this all this good stuff i mean we have 28 years of just morphing goodness like we just have so much information that we can go back to at any time and it's like every time we have that chance to go back to it it's like oh nope (laughs) you know what i'm saying like it's just like we're just gonna exactly either it's half-assed or it's like oh you know we're just gonna you know create something brand new and it's like, mm-hmm. well, you have something already that you can go back to. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's it's, it's this weird thing of yeah. just like, you know, and, and then they want to try to like make the worlds connect. But it's like, how can you make the worlds connect when you're not going to spend the time to actually explain what makes the worlds connect in the first place? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just mm-hmm. doesn't make sense. I mean, hell, we still got the power eggs that they haven't even explained in like 28 years. <laughs> Right. I want to know where the hell the power eggs are. Like, I mean, they're just floating down the river somewhere, and it's like, okay, well, what happened to them? Uh, we don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like it's, it's that's something like that. For, for the people listening that might not remember, that's something from way back in the first season that they. Never oh yeah, like off. this is yeah, this is um. I want to say that the power eggs is in what's that episode? Uh, sisters, the something sisters, big sisters. Mm-hmm, I want to say that's mm-hmm. like that's in that episode, Big Sisters. Right, right. But um, but yeah, so and that's my orphan season one for anybody who wants to know. But I mean, 
if they really wanted to be, you know, smart about it, I would suggest they actually, you know, use the power of eggs to give them, give the Dino Fury Rangers their powers. But, you know, they're not going to do that. So, I mean, it's it's stuff mm-hmm. like that, man. It's just like, come on. Like, you have a wealth of stuff that you could pull from and then explain Gosh, what yeah. this stuff is. And then it's and, like, no, we're not. And then they pretty much did something like that with this episode, but they just didn't give us like we're saying they just didn't give us that extra bit of explanation as to why these things are happening or what's happening exactly and i like i said like i said in the group chat i just feel like they're doing that because they don't feel like people are invested enough in that like or either is that or they're they don't or they put so much they put so much they want to have so much fight scene that it's like they're like okay we need time for this fight we need time for this megazord battle you know there wasn't a, there wasn't a megazord battle in this but you know we need that. time for the megazord battle we need time for the fight we need time for all of that so everything else we don't have time for and it's like yeah. i'm sorry but if you lessen the, the the actual fight and give me more explanation i'd love that more mm-hmm. to be honest and, like i'd actually yeah. me personally i'd like that more yeah and it's like 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 you like i like you just said like i was saying um if you don't if you don't think that um uh i guess the the demographic will really grasp or understand or care about certain nuances and certain information then why make an episode that's so heavily based in with the continuity of the series with the history exactly so it's like damn you might as well give that little extra nugget exactly Uh, um, it, it was um it was oh man it was rough watching this because um I was having such a good time I was really appreciating them diving into ranger history the continuity meaning something it was so difficult that the rangers weren't there the uh the ranger series operators we didn't get to see any of them like even if we got to just see like one or two that would have been so I mean like I would have took one just to see them and just get some sort of an update on how they are and then like they could mention the other the other rangers to see you know, right. just to give us a little update on what they were doing. I was thinking like the most obvious um, candidate probably would have been Ziggy since him and um, Dr. K, they had a moment at the end of the series where it looked like they were going to be like together, together or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would um, yeah like I would have enjoyed that I would have enjoyed yeah I would have they could have brought back Gemma again they could have and they even could have mm-hmm, brought back um, Jim yeah they could have brought back Jim they could have brought back Jim and Gemma you know right, they could have right, had right, a little right. moment you know and it's, it's just so much they could have done and I would something else that I was thinking about was um ah just how and this is something that we always talk about how Power Rangers isn't really where it should be as far as perception and um, where other superhero franchises are, um, where the idea of a SAG actor like... Rose MacGyver? MacGyver, yes. I was about to say McGowan. Good Lord. Yeah, Rose MacGyver. I do it all the time. (laughs) Um, um, Ika... Starville, 
those two have gone on to do um, some cool stuff over here in the States, the fact that even thinking about them possibly coming back is just like so ridiculous because of, you know, the things that they've been able to do. Like, it shouldn't be that. Like, power right, should right. be at a point where like, oh, yeah, I come back because it should be up there with the other superhero stuff. So like, it's like, oh, I hate that right. part sometimes of, um, oh my God, it would be so cool to see a ranger back, but since they're SAG and then also because of the perception of Power Rangers, it's probably ridiculous to think of them actually coming back. So that that's where I was thinking um, as far as right. some of the cast members, seeing some of them back. Right, I agree. I agree. And I mean, it, it's just weird. I, I, I certainly would love to have seen some of them come back and, you know, reprise their roles. But I mean, we got Doc K and I mean, Doc K, like she did her thing. Olivia Tennant, mm-hmm. she she slayed and I loved it. Um, You know, and just to finish up the episode, basically they go, they fight Blaze and, you know, Blaze kicks their asses for a bit. And then they, what was that about? What was that about? Because I was like, um, Zoe was like, "We need you." It's Blaze um, trying to get uh, uh, Nate to come to battle with them and not help, not help Doctor K uh, with with something that she was working on. But um, I'm like, wait a minute. Since when is Blaze that big of a deal? Well, I'll t- I'll say and then this. he kicked their asses. Well, I'll say this. In the previous episode, um, I don't know, I don't know if you've seen those or not, but in the previous episodes, he okay, good, okay, not good, but that makes sense. So in the previous episodes, he got upgraded because okay, he did, okay, the, okay. yeah, he he got a power upgrade, um, and also too, um, behind the scenes, quote unquote, um, the footage that they used is actually the season finale of Ghostbusters, so that's basically, um enter in his final form basically whooping their asses and that part where um remember when they all exploded and stuff yeah when the rangers when he shot them and everybody you know exploded and stuff basically he tore their uniforms oh like i mean he shattered their visors their suits were all broken and torn and yeah like he screwed them over like he really fucked them up um, so yeah, I, they didn't show all of that because I mean, obviously you would have seen the Japanese people, the actors faces, but also too, <laughs> right. um, they didn't want to make it seem like Blaze was that strong. And so, we got another episode. Exactly. Exactly. So it's like, mm, we didn't want to do all that. Um, uh, but yeah, so that, that's why Blaze seemed like he was so strong, but, um, okay, but yeah. When I saw it, I was like, yo, that's Blaze now? What happened? Because I want to. Yes, that's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, because I didn't see the episodes before, right? I just saw um, source code. That's what it's right. called. I just seen that for the purpose of this episode um, that we're doing. But obviously, I'm going to go back and watch them all. But um, yeah, I remember seeing him being like, yo, that's Blaze now. Yo, he looks, he looks <laughs> like he kicks up real butt. Yeah, Blaze is like super strong now, and like he was basically giving them a run for their money, and it was just like, all right, you know. But the way they ended him though really make me seem, really makes me mad because right? I don't know what it is with this show and arrows, but it's like an arrow cures everything. It's like, it's like hey, I love that it went through his gut. I thought that and it would they just showed it hanging out of his stomach. 
I, that was kind of cool, but I, I thought that it was it was at the same time kind of anticlimactic the way that he died. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Oh, for that, sure. That was my that was my issue. It was just like it, it was just very anticlimactic. It was like, eh, all right, That's I guess. Cool. I mean, even though he just he just brought the, a can of whoop ass to them and just like mm-hmm. beat the crap out of them. <laughs> you know, they just shoot him with an arrow, and it's like, oh, he's gone. Right. It's like gone, done. Okay. Yeah, I don't. I just feel like um, nowadays the way they do the show is very anticlimactic. Yes, <laughs> like I can't speak either. <laughs> but yeah, like the way they do the show these days, where they make it seem like oh, at first it seems tough, but then the second goal, like they get it, it's done, over with, bye. Right. And I, I, I know I don't, I don't like that. I remember you know the previous seasons where like RPM, for example, it really made you like question whether or not the Rangers were going to win or like in space or um, even Lost Galaxy, you know, like you genuinely question, oh my God, or are the Rangers going to actually lose? Is this like, is this going to be it? Like, this is it? Like, this is the end of like Earth where you mean like Zeo or Turbo, like any of those other seasons where they genuinely lost their, their powers and now they're trying to figure out how can we still save Earth without our powers? You know, and this these seasons these days have not given us that i think the closest one we got was um the legacy war but then that wasn't even like anti con anti i don't can't say the word but it was just uneventful i thought it was just yeah a what? It, yeah it was just a, it was just a oh. disappointment yeah yeah it, yeah it was just kind of like it was one of those situations where it was like they hyped us up so you much. know oh my so god much. like it was bringing out so many set photos oh. and you know god king tommy was going to be there Please. and it was just like oh my god this is going to be the best like, thing that you've ever seen like i'm thinking and, like fucking marvel like uh what's it what's the last movie like Endgame. I'm yeah like fucking Endgame, and then nothing you know just so y'all mm. know super mega force you could just handle that yourself without your powers it's just an fyi I mean, they really could have done all of that by themselves, and I'm just like, mm, yeah, I, I, I'm not a, I'm not a fan of this. Like, no. it just, oh gosh, I, I'm, I, I'm not, I'm not doing this. I, I'm, no. I'm about to get on a tangent, and <laughs> I'm about to get on a tangent. Nope. I'm not gonna do it. Nope. But you know, it's just there was just a lot of things that could have been done to make this episode better, but it was still an outstanding episode by oh, itself. Absolutely. There, it was still a there great was, episode. There was something that, that I want to say that, that happened that um, it's been a long time coming, and that is Zoe finally did something right. <laughs> oh my um, God. Yeah, by contacting Dr. K to talk to uh, Nate and help Nate with a very similar dilemma. They both unleashed <laughs> a virus on a planet. <laughs> you know what? It's good that you said that. It, it, you know, it, it's actually good that you said that. You know, she, listen. We she need to take as many wins as she can this season because girl just she was getting L's left and right. Like, I mean, she just kept, you know, screwing over big time. So at least this time it's like, all right, girl, like <laughs> you, you you're doing something right. You did something right. I'm looking forward to the finale for sure. I know you saw it already, but 
Um, I mean, I can watch it again. You know. Yeah, I'm looking forward <laughs> to that, and I'm also I'm also looking forward to catching up on the few episodes um, that I've missed after the, mm. the fiasco. So, ah, not fiasco. All right. Well, <laughs> listen. I hope everyone have enjoyed this episode. Um, I hope you all, and if if you do have any other, you know, um, statements or if you have any opinions on it, you can more than welcome, you know, leave a comment, um, do all the things, like, subscribe, tell a friend, Um, you know, do all the things and just, you know, keep supporting us. Thank you so much for listening. My name is Brandon. I am Lena. I'm Will. And we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.